everyone, Rebecca here. I just wanted to let you all know that the official Patreon page for How the Fuck Did You Get So Confident is now live. We're offering things like early access to episodes, video recordings of episodes, bonus content, and more. So head on over to patreon.com slash how the fuck to subscribe. Thanks for listening. Welcome to How the Fuck Did You Get So Confident? My name is Rebecca Lee, and this is the podcast where I interview my friends, peers, and now strangers to figure out, well, how the fuck they got to be so confident. In this episode, I chat with motivational speaker and truck driver, Clarissa Rankin. We chat about being willing to learn, what the phrase rotate the room means, continuing to grow even if others don't want you to, and so much more. This is How the Fuck Did You Get So Confident? with guest Clarissa Rankin. Are you recording me right now? Yeah, right now. <laughs> I just now got out the truck. I like I was rushing to get stopped. Then I got stopped, and I was like, "How oh, when is it gonna be a phone call? Is it gonna, what is it gonna be?" <sighs> oh, it's a video and it's audio. It's both. Um, I'm so excited to talk to you. You are such a rad fucking person <laughs> thank you so much thank you it's nice to meet you you got beautiful smile nice i didn't put makeup on today so i feel like i might look a little i have no eyelashes but you know what we're here we're doing it here, here we are <laughs> you look great Don't oh worry. thank you, you. um i'm so excited to talk to you i first learned about you uh on tiktok of, of course i'm sure most people probably tell you that um, and I was like, holy shit, I have to interview this woman because she is so confident and I have a podcast all about confidence. I have to interview her. And, um, so I reached out and you said, yes, and I'm so excited to talk to you. Um, so usually my first question for guests is what does confidence mean to you? What does that word mean when you hear it? Um, confidence means strong powerful don't give a fuck yes (laughs) we don't get it if you confident baby that means your opinion does not matter Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. um it just it it just it just means something unbreakable you know that's a good word yeah and and i know i got every bit of it because I'm just, I've always been a very confident person. That was my next question. I was going to say, do you consider yourself a confident person? Oh, girl, yes. Because I, I, I'm very nice. I'm very, I, I never want to hurt people. But I, mm-hmm. I would tell you what I feel without no regards. You're not going to disrespect me. You're not going to talk to me crazy. I am very strong enough to say like no and I do what I want to do I'm my own boss mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm very very confident I always have been since I was a young girl <laughs> and is that like is that like about knowing your worth like you know your worth oh. so you know what you deserve you know the type of treatment that you deserve is that where it comes from yes and that's been like that even
even when I went back in my dating world, I was not back when I was out there hoeing in the whole world. <laughs> I would not talk to if you wasn't on my level, baby. You couldn't <laughs> even talk to me because I know my self worth. I worked hard. I took care of my child. I had my own my own property, my own shit. So I knew what I was and wasn't going to tolerate in a man in a friendship. I wasn't going to tolerate. I know what I was and wasn't going to tolerate, period. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I knew my self-worth and I always been strong about that. Even when I was a little girl, I would get in trouble with my mama because I would tell her, no, mama, you're not going to talk to me like that. I don't know who you talking to. And I used to get in trouble all the time because I would stand up to anybody respectfully, but I'm going to let you know, no, mm -hmm. no, we ain't having that. No, I ain't now. <laughs> so... I've always been like that. Always. So as a kid, you as a kid, you were like that too. Where does that come from? Like, was that quality something that your family instilled in you? Or like where does that confidence come from? A lot of my confidence, my mama was a very confident person. Mm. We're from, we from the South. Yeah. So we was always big, thick women, like chunky muckets. We did that's who we are. We just mm -hmm. chunky people, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But and we always was solid women. So when we step into the room, baby, you're going to know we here. We, we ready to mm -hmm. be entertainers because we were so energetic and mm -hmm. so positive and so much personality. So when I was coming up, my mama was like that. And then my daddy always had a quick mouth, like mm -hmm. very quick, very a cursor, real bad cursor. So it just was kind of embedded in me. Yeah. Between the both of them, it was like, oh, okay, I'm well, here you go. I'm Clarissa Rankin. <laughs> uh, hey, have, girl. <laughs> hey, here I am. Um, do you have any siblings or are you an only child? Yes, I do have a sibling. I got a couple siblings. I got an older brother and an older sister on my mama's side. Uh -huh. And I have a younger sister uh, my daddy had with his, with his wife. Uh -huh. And do I talk to my family? My youngest sister, yes. My older siblings, no, no, not at all. What happened? <laughs> um, because I grew and I mm -hmm. got my own business. I bought my own property. Uh, and as I grew, like I said, we from the south. You're not supposed to grow without me. <laughs> you're not supposed to be you're not supposed to be successful without me what you think you're doing mm. so it will always it caused a conflict and as I grew I was determined to live a life outside of how I was raised and mm. I was going to work my butt off to give my boys the best and marry a wonderful man and baby that was against the religion of my family so mm. <laughs> right, they cut yeah. me clean on out of there <laughs> yeah but you know that's like that's such a big thing to like know about yourself to know like, oh, I'm going to continue growing. And if you're not here for that, bye. Like, I don't need that type of energy. And it takes a lot to even recognize that, let alone like act on it. You know, that's like a huge thing. Yeah, yeah it takes a lot of confidence to be able, like I said, knowing yourself where it takes a lot of confidence in me to be like, you know what, I got to cut off my family. Yeah. Because they're not letting me grow. They're not letting me, they want me to stay stuck in this, in this poverty shell. I can't do it no more. Mm -hmm. So I cut off family. I stopped going to family gatherings and I, I got my boys and my husband. I got my own family. I don't need this because I know That's, my self-worth. I deserve yeah. the best. I, I feel the same way. I've recently had to cut people, cut family members out too. 
for a similar reason. And, and it's hard, it's hard, but it's the right decision for me. Um, did you ever like waver about that? Were you ever like, I don't know, maybe I should keep them in my life. Or were you always so, so, so confident in that? Like, I can't have these people in my life. Or like, was that a hard decision for you at all? Um, it really wasn't a hard decision. I just, the main thing I always thought about, I don't want to hurt nobody. Like yeah. make them feel like it's, it's them. It's the gener- I broke the generational curse. And, yeah. and you got to be a confident person. You got to be a very strong-minded person to break that, that vicious generational curse. So when I broke it, it took a lot of thinking like, am I doing the right thing? Am, am I okay? Is everybody else going to be okay that I'm not mm-hmm. going to be living like this no more? Mm-hmm. And baby, and then it got to a point where, girl, I don't care no more. I, 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 mm-hmm, I got to think in mm-hmm, mind. Mm-hmm. So, Either you're with it or you or you're not. You're on the train or you're gonna get left behind. So yeah, I just, I just started choo choo by my dog on step, baby. Uh-uh, I had to go. Mm-mm. I can't do it, girl. Mm-mm. I know it. I know it. I know that. I relate to that so much. Where are you from? I'm originally from South Carolina. <laughs> not South Carolina. South Carolina. <laughs> no, you. Say it. I like the first way. You say it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm originally from Andrew, South Carolina. I was born uh-huh. in Georgetown, South Carolina. And um, I moved down here when I was younger, but we always commuted back and forth, back and forth on the weekends. And back when gas wasn't nothing but 99 cents, we would always go back and forth. So. Between South Carolina and North Carolina? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. yep. What was it like growing up in South Carolina? Country Geechee, honey, watermelons underneath the, uh, the shade tree, baby, spitting out the seeds on the ground. <laughs> and um, it was always a uh, church every Sunday. Oh, church every Sunday. Oh, really? Um, Walmart was 45 minutes away. So you made the best out of what you had, you know, like, wow. I use a lot of my uh, personality and imagination to get by a Sakilana girl. I that's what I was going to say. I was going to say like, it was in, it sounds like it was in an area that there was, it was like a small town or there wasn't a lot around. It wasn't a big city. Girl, Andrew's got, I think Andrew's got two, two lights. Oh. <laughs> it got like two or three lights. <laughs> yes. Andrew's oh. country, baby. It didn't have, it only had a full lion. Put it like this when we was coming up. It only had full lion. McDonald's and a Chinese restaurant, and this and the gas station chicken. Uh, wow. Uh, by, uh, pick, uh, no, what was the name of that? Super Cheap Chicken. That was it. That's all the places they had when I was coming up down there. Yeah. What was what was uh, school like in that town? Well, I didn't go to school down there. I went to school in North Carolina in this place called Norwood, North Carolina, and okay. it was only twelve African American kids there. And it wow. was the country, country, country. That's back when uh, racism was very he- heavy. Confederate yeah. flag was very heavy. And matter of fact, that was the school logo was the Confederate flag. So No fucking was, way. Yeah, yeah, it was, girl. It was the Confederate flag was the school logo back when I went down there. And we was always, we would go to, we was in school in the country. That was in the middle of nowhere. The only right. thing we had down there was a Hardee's and a, food line and then we would go to South Carolina on the weekend so yeah it was bad (laughs) that's 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 terrible and I can't imagine being a kid growing up in that environment because those are like you know your formative years your adolescence your puberty your hormones are already all over the place because you're growing up and then on top of it you're in a place that is racist 
that a place that is causing you to doubt yourself you know yes yeah how do you it was how, how did did how did you overcome that or um that's something well, you're comfortable I, talking with about no I don't um I never in my life have seen race or color never um and it was just something that I learned to deal with nobody I always had that that spirit about me like I wish you would try me mm. always mm. so I never mm. got bullied never got uh never got pushed around never got called out my name none of that yeah. I always had I always had a big personality to have friends everywhere I go I never met a stranger now um and then my then we was coming up down there my mama always worked my mama was working for a head start so she met all different races and stuff too so she never did teach us to see uh color she never mm -hmm. did teach us to see that so i really never really had problems growing up but it was there but i never had to deal with it personally yeah until i'm until i kind of got older and i really still didn't do with it i didn't really deal with my first form of any kind of racism is that was a couple weeks ago and i made a video about that on tiktok oh fuck i haven't seen that yep i never i never really dealt with somebody doing anything to me other than a couple weeks ago and it broke my heart i never never oh felt god. like that before oh my yep. god and i was and i was raised up in all that right. racism and all that and i never until a couple weeks ago i was up in um virginia and i made a video about it and it, it went viral matter of fact and i was just so shocked that i had to deal with it. i'm like girl i love everybody i would never do nothing to nobody why are you doing this to me i hate this yeah 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 that's so awful and hard and unfucking yep. fair and unbelievable but also unbelievable. also yep. like this you know we've got so much work to do uh as a society and as a, as a white person we have so much fucking work to do to make this not happen um i'm so fucking sorry that you experienced that and i'm i just have no words um, well, thank you. It's okay. And you know what makes it so bad is, girl, when that man, because I'll tell you what happened right quick. I was up yeah. in, I was delivering, I was delivering a load up in Virginia. It was, um, uh, Wise, Virginia. I think I, I think I said it right. W-I-S-E. Well, anyway, I was at the location and I went inside to go get me something, uh, a Gatorade. Because sometimes yeah. in the truck you get so hot and you get like, overwhelmed because right. you driving all day and it can be exhausting so i got me a gatorade and yeah. i had my purple wig on girl that wig cost me 650 dollars. that thing was bad girl Ooh, I, I gotta look at this up because i want to see it girl purple wig down my back and i'm a i'm a beautiful girl like i'm very yeah. recognizable i got curves and hips and everything but i delivered to a lot of places when there's not a lot of black i'll probably be the only black girl they see all week oh like, wow yeah it's bad. I delivered to some of these places and they they don't even see. I Some of these places, I have never seen a black person there. <laughs> yeah. So I was in line, waiting in line to cash out. And this this white man came about, he was about eight people back. So hmm. we already six, I'm, I'm talking about, that's not counting the six feet, but he was a couple people back. Right, right, right. And um, a man walked up to him. He said, are you in line, sir? 
and he said he looked at me up and down because I turned around because I was like, oh, I don't want to be in nobody's way, you know. Right. Yeah. I turned around. He said, I'm not standing next to that. Yes, he did. I was like, oh, you're I'm back. Sorry. You're back. You're I'm back. sorry, my husband. I'm sorry, my husband called. He said, I'm not standing next to that. Girl, when I tell you that broke my heart, like I said, and I was just more so shocked. Like, did I hear what I think? You know? Yeah. And the cashier was a white girl. She said, "What the fuck he just said?" Like she was about to go. Oh, good. You hear good. Me? Good. She was, cause she done seen me deliver there, like, and they love my hair, haircut. So she was like, she was ready for war. I'm like, calm down. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm good. I'm good. But when I got in that truck. Oh no, I lost you. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you Okay, hear me? you're back. You're back. Yeah. You were gone for a second, um, but you're back. When you got back in the truck. I'm, when I got back in the truck, I just started crying. I said, I can't believe I just had to feel that. Feel that. Um, it felt like a devilish spirit, like <gasps> there serve it and I was just so in my mind like I, I never seen color so in my mind I'm like what how can I help this person you know like mm -hmm. but how can you be like that mm -hmm. so I was more hurt like as in like no fix you that's not right yeah. <laughs> like but um I just cried not I just cried I never experienced that before in my life and it was just and something that it was something I could not fix. And that's what her, that's why I was so heartbroken. And you shouldn't have to ever, no one should ever have to experience something like that. Ever. Yeah. Yep. It was sad. Really, really sad. I'm so, that makes me so fucking angry. Um. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's like I told my, um, like I told my, my kids, I told them what happened and they was, I was glad that they wasn't with me. Yeah. Cause they, they never see, they never seen me like speechless, like as in like, yeah, you had words know. taken out of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. don't know what to say. Yeah. So it, it was just an experience that I never forget. And, I, and I'm yeah. glad I was able to share it with the world. And yeah. I got so many people like, no that's not right and I love you and, and 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 it just I'm glad that it didn't I'm glad I was able to share my story and people was able to come together in the comments and like you know yeah, what this yeah. is good so it was good do, do you ever find it hard to share your stories on your on your TikTok or on your social media do you ever feel like that sense of vulnerability is scary because you don't know what people are going to say in the comments or do you are you not worried about the comment section um yes i i every single time before i make a video i replay it i talk about it to myself i watch everything i say because i'm very 
I'm very confident, but I would never want to offend, heart, hurt, or harm, or belittle or bash. Now I do my jokes here and there, like I'd be yeah. like, something ain't right, something ain't right, right with right. her hair. Or, I, I saw that one TikTok you did where I don't. It was like that. My bitch got a body like alpha. What up, dog? I'm the alpha. It was like a girl and a guy, and they were like trying to be tough or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And she smiled, and it was like, oh, you're like girl, something ain't right. It caught me off guard. Like something ain't right, but it's okay. You cute in your own way, but something ain't right with them teeth. So yes, I girl, but I always still kind of like, oh, I want to do yeah. this, but I can't. I so yeah but i i do pay attention to what i say because i don't want my comments to be like yeah no, you gotta be it's gotta be right here everybody yeah. gotta be on one accord so yeah, yeah i do pay so when you were when you okay so you were done with school then what did you do what happened in your life after after high school uh well when i i moved i ended up moving my ninth and tenth um, my ninth through my high school year, I ended up moving to this place called Kannapolis, North Carolina, and it was like a more so uppity, um, not city, but a, a bigger town than right. where I was grew up at. Yeah. And I met my high school sweetheart, and as soon as I graduated, I was supposed to be going to college to be a graphic art designer because I can draw very good. Wow. Um, I can draw, I can paint, I can do pottery, all that stuff. You're an artist. Yes, I'm a, yes, I'm a real big artist. Um, I've been drawing since and painting and cartoons since I was a little, little girl. Like oh, I have yeah. a very gifted hand. Yeah. So I was supposed to be going to graphic art design school and I took college courses and all that, but I ended up meeting my high school sweetheart in ninth grade and we stayed together all the way until after I graduated and I got pregnant my senior year. Mm. So when I graduated, even before I got out of school, I was already working a job and had my own car but when I got pregnant huh, my whole world changed I was just yeah. graduated high school so right. it was just I mean you grew up you had to grow up so fast yes I had to grow when I graduated high school I was with my the father of my my first son for years and he was like um oh I'm not he said you either you get rid of it or he was like you get rid of it and I was like what no, I ain't doing it. <laughs> you know, I said, it's okay. I just take care of them. I just yeah. take care of them by myself. So as soon as I graduated high school, uh, I had my son. And when I was, I, I signed up for public housing when I found out I was pregnant. Yeah. Girl, I was six months pregnant. And I found, um, I signed up for public housing. Because mm -hmm. I knew I was going to have to have a place. I was always like a go-getter girl. Yeah, I was sounds always like it. dead. That yeah. bitch, I was that. Like, I don't yeah. play no games. Is it we going to go for it? I'm going to take care of what I need to take care of. Don't tell me anything fucking otherwise. Uh, you can kiss my ass. I don't need nobody to take care of my baby. Like, I was always that bitch. Like, no, yeah. no. Yeah. If I'm a habit, I was always a stand-up person. Like, I know my worth. I'm going to take care of my responsibility. Yep. Let me go for it. Mm -hmm. So, um, six months, signed up for public house. I had them. And I stayed with my mama for a little bit. She threw me out at four months. After he was four months old, she threw me out. She threw all my stuff down the steps. Why? Girl, because she was married to a uh, a man, like an um, a African. Mm -hmm. And he said, I don't want her here. So she threw everything I own down the steps and she kicked me out. 
that's heartbreaking for you. No, it really wasn't. You know why? Because why? like I just said, I'm a go-getter. When she threw me out, yeah, I told myself I will never live off of someone else's house ever again. Yeah. I will never depend on somebody to help me take care of my son. Yeah. Never. And girl, when she threw me out, girl, I didn't shed a tear. Mm-hmm. I was just like, you know what? Okay, bet. I, I felt like it was like that power move that I needed to have mm. to make me strong who I am today. Like that was the girl, if it was a cupcake full of icing, that was the cherry. Like, okay, if you wasn't strong, you're going to be strong today. Right, right. <laughs> you and this gift of being able to take uh, negativity when it's thrown at you and making it into a growing opportunity and and an opportunity to grow as a person and be that independent, like you said, go-getter type of person, which is so cool because sometimes, a lot of times when people get hit with problems or issues or, you know, negativity, it affects them so much and they crumble, they go into a puddle, but you, it sounds like you have this gift to where you take it and you go, okay, fuck you then I'm going to... (laughs) Yep, that's me, girl. Like, you're not, okay, fuck you. I'm out and I will do this on on my own, but I'm going to do it because I know my worth. And that is huge. That's huge. And I wish that I could, like, distill it down into a way of, like, how how do you teach that to people? How do you teach that quality to people, you know? I don't have an answer. How do you teach people to do that? Um, I always, this is one of my main things I always say. Always take your negative and you change it to a positive. And that positive will turn into a cross that's going to keep elevating up. And I have stuck by that. Like, okay, you throw a negative. If I flip this into a positive, I stay strong and I stay into a mode when I can block out all the BS. I can, it's like a tunnel vision. Like, okay, this is, I, I, I got to keep it like this. If you let negative things get into your your life and you stumble on them and you don't get yourself back up, you're never going to move. You will stay there. And I have been consistent at changing my negative to a positive. And I look at every day like a race. Mm. It's going to be hurdles. It's going to be, it's going to be obstacles but you got to get through it and I made a motivational speech almost a year ago now and I said one of the ways on how I teach about to stay positive and know your self-worth and exit out the negative I said look at your life like a road there's not a road in this world is the same not one road every turn it's gonna be it's gonna be things obstacles in the road it's gonna be objects a ladder i don't see a ladder in the road I, it's bad weather you're gonna get rainy days you're gonna get storms you're gonna get people sticking up middle fingers horns blowing you're gonna get people waving you're gonna get some people mooning you with their behinds no it's not a, even when you go through towns it's not one of the same billboard everything is different so every single second, every mile, every inch, every meter is different. So if you get that in your head that 
You got to make it through. You got to make it to your destination with a positive vibe. I got to stay focused. I got to stay grinding. Girl, you can make it through anything. And I always live by that. I always live by that. I love that metaphor or analogy. I don't know the right term for that, but that's (laughs) one of those, I think. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's an incredible way to think about it. When did you get into trucking? When did you become a truck driver? Is that the right term? Um, Truck truck driver, trucker? Yeah. Um, So when I had my son, I was just working, uh, using my personality, waiting tables and things like that. And, uh, I started working as a CNA, like just using my, my personality basically to get me paid. Like I knew I can care for people. I knew I could give back to people, but I just need the money. So I did that for a little bit. I worked in the school system for a little bit, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) I met my husband I have now. And, um, I was in school, going to school for my criminal justice degree. I completed, I got my bachelor's in criminal justice, but then my husband always said he wanted to go to truck driving school. So I said, okay, well, go for it. So he went to truck driving school first. He went, he went for three weeks and girl, he came out making $55,000 a year. I went to school for four years, girl, four years. Working in the prison system with a bachelor's degree, stopped working in the prison system, went working in the school system using my bachelor's degree and could barely break doggone 35. And that's and I, that is fucking America, right? Like girl. That's a whole nother thing. We go to school, we get our bachelor's degree, and then we still can't make the money to pay back our loans or to live a fucking life, you know. So much girl. to talk about on that subject, but uh, so he went to school for three weeks and then he's making, he's making some money. He's making some yeah. money. And I went to school for four years and can barely doggone pay, pay my doggone phone bill. So yep. I said, you know what? I said, uh, hey, how you doing? I was speaking my neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you know what? I told, asked my husband, I said, what if I go to truck driving school to be a broker and to be book loads and my husband's like oh okay and I said but what if I go to truck driving school I said you're making good money what if we can match each other income that'd be $110,000 a year we'll be bringing home after everything paid about 60 70,000 you know at the taxes yeah. and stuff so I said yeah. what if I go do that he was like oh, I don't know I said I think I can do it I'm tough yeah. enough I'm, I'm a tough person I can do that yeah and um he was like oh, oh okay <laughs> you know <laughs> So I went to truck driving school. Uh, I quit my job at the school system and I waited tables at night. Wow. To, well, I was working at the school system, but I waited tables at night. Wow. And because there wasn't no money. Right. So I quit working at the school and I started going to truck driving school during mm-hmm. the day, but I still waited tables at night okay. to pay the bills. Right. And I took the money from waiting tables because I always made good money. I got a big butt, girl. I used to, <laughs> Friday night, girl, happy hour. Like, you know, everybody used to love sitting in my section, girl. Could we have a good time? Yeah, because you're fucking fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I took the money from that. I paid for truck driving school and I paid for my bills. And I was making even more waiting tables than I was teaching. So, and I mean, that's, that's I got that started. is so fucked. Uh, we need to pay our educators 
pay our educators. They are the the fucking life source for our children. And we're not. Yep. (laughs) Yep. You're right. And that's how I got in trucking. Yep. I went to school for two months. And after that, I got a job as soon as I But you didn't do what is because you wanted to do booking. What is But you Mm -hmm. but what is I don't know what that is. What is booking? I wanted. I wanted to be the one. I wanted to be a broker. I wanted oh, to be broker. the one to, uh, the book the loads for the drivers. Okay, is that how and you started wanted, out? You, no, no, no. I I never did it. I, I oh. took the class and I passed the class, but I never got into really booking loads because I said, now I need to get my CDL. Because what if we get this broken company and we get these trucks and one of them gets stranded? I didn't know how to drive the truck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I said, I'd rather just have my CDL if I can have the education of what my drivers are going to be going through. And I have my broken certification. Mm-hmm. I was always an educational person. Like, I love education. It's fun. Me too. It's, it's like, learn gay. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. So I was always willing to learn anything. So that's how I really got started in trucking. I was like, I'm not going to buy this equipment. And this man say, I'm not going to drive it home. Okay, right. motherfucker, do it, don't do it. I drive it myself, okay? <laughs> so you so you buy the truck. Is that normal? Is that like traditional? You were buying the truck, you don't like rent it from the company? Or like, I don't know anything about it. So this is all new to me. I'm very interested. Oh, uh, well, the first, um, my first year I was working for a truck. Well, I was working for a company. Okay. And I was just moving the trailers back and forth from warehouse to warehouse. But my year of experience was up. I went and bought my own truck for the dealership. Yep. And uh, when I got my own truck from the dealership, I got my own authority and I was and I rented a trailer and I was all over the place. And I did that for about three months. And I was like, uh, this is not what I expected. It was too much paperwork to the point where it was like. I didn't I was too new at it to be able to drive paperwork bills business mm-hmm. to the point where I had to use my I had to use my confidence and be like oh okay no no stop I'm about to lose my whole I'm about to go bankrupt if I don't quit this like this 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 first couple months buying my own truck was not for me mm-hmm. so um I end up after about four months I end up going to work for a company when I brought my truck but I pull their freight Got it. So I won't have to be worried about booking the loads. I won't have to be worried about paying the trailer. I won't have to be worried about none of that stuff. The only thing I had to worry about was my truck. Right. And I've been with that company ever since. So I pulled somebody else freight. I'm under their insurance. I'm under their authority. And then I don't have to worry about that no more. I only got to worry about paying my truck insurance, my truck payment and Right. And worry about my truck maintenance, and that's it. It, yeah. it. it just took a big load off. But that yeah. was a decision I had to make. And some people are not willing to make those decisions, but I, I did it, girl. Within three months, I was like, oh, no, I'm going to lose everything. I'm going to lose my house and everything. Let me go ahead and couple out of this. Yeah, <laughs> so. but that's also a huge thing, too, is like knowing when to say no. There's power yep. in saying no. If it's not in line with with what you can what you can currently do capacity wise mentally if it's not in line with your dreams and your wants and yep. your needs you got to know when to say no and not everybody can do that so that's like a powerful thing yep. too yep and that's what I did I, I said no I said huh this not gonna work and when I pulled away from it, it was the best decision I ever made it was like a big weight lifted off of me yeah. I love that. I love that feeling. Um, what, what, what's it like being, and I'm sure you get this question 
all the time, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, <laughs> being a woman in the trucking industry, is that, um, is that a challenge? Is it, do you experience anything that's, is it, is it easy? Is it hard? What do you experience? Um, being a woman in this industry is very, it's to me, I make it fun, mm. but it's, it is very challenging because you are working in a man's world. Yeah. So even when I call in, I don't even call in much with a problem because I'm a female. Right. And with me being a female, it's like, oh, she's going to be whiny and she's going to be the, the drawn out depressing. So that could be a lot of my issue with, with being around so many men. I'm very girly, but I'm yeah. very, very strong. So it's very hard being a beautiful woman mm -hmm. in this industry. Mm -hmm. it's, it's so hard to the point where it's like, it's like pulling teeth. Mm -hmm. They don't want you to dress like this. They, you can't wear this. You can't walk like this. You can't look like that. Your teeth can't be this white. I done had, I done heard it all. And it's, oh, this is not safe for you. Or let me open the door. Let me, it's, it can be hard, but I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it because I'm able to be like, no, I got this. I don't need you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if I need you, I ask you. Mm -hmm. and um if I get somewhere unsafe I'd be ready I'd be ready for war myself I, that's mm -hmm. why I got a bachelor's degree to learn about criminals or think about the criminal mind or how to react when I go to certain places how to stand and still be able to watch my surroundings when I'm getting fueled and mm -hmm. not to be got not to go in dark areas or not to go here and watch I check my crime rates in areas mm -hmm. in, that I know, know I'm new to so it's just like a whole nother level that like male truck drivers don't have to experience. Like no one's telling them their teeth are too white. No one's telling them how to dress. No one's telling, they're probably not even thinking about having to check safety ratings or they don't even have to worry about going into dark corners. Like you, like as a woman in trucking, you have all of these extra things yes. that you have to do. It's fucking sucks. Um, yeah, it does. Um, it's, it's a lot of stuff, women, and I'm going to start, and even on my TikTok, if you notice, I go through series on my TikTok, like right now, I'm still at that, how to get started, let's get, right, let's right, do right, this, right. but I will be going through series on good, bad, and because men don't, would not ever understand the half of what a woman has to go through as a driver out here in the world, like, it, it's beyond what you ever could imagine. Even on social media, they, you get it. Like I show, if you notice, I show a lot of my body. I show butt cheeks and all, girl. I'm just, hey, I am. I have people in the comments that people, men have report my live. No, you shouldn't wear it. You're a truck driver. Girls are watching you. Or I'm serious. I don't have people in the comments say, no, you are a truck driver. That is unsafe. It's like, what? I can't. Like, I can't wear certain pants. No, you're showing too much. It's too tight. What are you talking about? No. So it's, it's, it's a world. The world doesn't like women or they like women only if they can be the way that they want to make them. 
You know what I mean? Like sometimes I'm like, does that the part. world hate women? Or do you just yep. <laughs> scared? I truly think the world is scared of women because of how fucking powerful we are. And they're like, yep. oh shit, gotta like make them wear this thing because if I don't, then they're going to take over or whatever. And it's yep. like, I get that all the time and even like with me talking to other people about trucking life and educating people I have men tell me I would never take advice from a woman I would never you don't know nothing about I didn't heard it all even they'll come in my comments and say what can what can you say what can you teach us and even like when I was looking for a trucking job Mm-hmm. I had this. I had six interviews. I got t- denied from all of them, all of them, because I was a female. One guy told me by his own mouth in the interview. He looked me up and down. He said, "You are a beautiful woman. You're very beautiful." He said, "I would never hire you as my truck driver here." He said, "I will hire you as my assistant, but you can never be my truck driver. You're too pretty." And I said, "Well, I guess um, I'm at the wrong interview. Then have a good day." Because they don't. It's like they hate us. Yeah. I know. I know. I, that's infuriating that you went into an interview and that that was said. And also it's a uh, sexual harassment. You can't oh, say, you girl. can't say you're a, be- you're a beautiful woman. I could never hire you. You could be my secretary yep. or whatever. Suck my dick. Like that's so fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He literally said that I went to one stop. This one place I went to and um, I delivered there a couple times, right? Got back yeah. up to the dock or whatever. And the the one man that was on day shift, he came out there and he was like, why are you wearing that birthday badge? I said, oh, cause it's my birthday. He was like, oh, that's good. He said, well, huh, here go $20, happy birthday. I was like, oh, well, thank you, right? Yeah. When I got inside, the night shift person had came in and he was like, um, why you got that pen on for? I said, because it's my birthday. You know, doing the same thing. I might make a hundred dollars. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I said, it's my birthday. He said, uh, well, why you got that money right there, too? I said, oh, because the other man just gave me $20 to say happy birthday. He said, oh, well, he only did that because you cute. He said, um, he only did that because you, he, he, you cute and he like you. So it couldn't just be my birthday? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Like, happy birthday to me. Yeah, <laughs> truly, truly, truly. It had to be because I'm a beautiful woman. Right. So he couldn't have been just nice. He couldn't right, do that. Right, right, like, right, right. Sick. It's sick. disgusting. Um, have you experienced anything in your adult life that has really shaken your confidence? And if so, how did you overcome that? In my adult life, they're really shaking my confidence. It could be any time in your life. It doesn't have to be adult life. Well, a l- yeah, a lot in my life as I was coming up with my personality being so strong. Um, I had had family members tell me, oh, you laugh too much. Oh, you too goofy. Oh, you talk too loud. Oh, you I've- do too much. Oh, you just love attention. And and I dealt with that years, and it kind of it makes me question. Like, are you there? Yeah. My mama, my mama just called me. You're so popular. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yes, my phone rang off. D hug. Yes. Um, but I deal a lot with people always trying to correct. Yeah. My personality. Yeah. 
um, especially as I grow, I always dealt with that. And I was like, am I, am I too much? And I have bad days when it's like, I, I want everybody to be a good person. And it makes me struggle sometimes because I'm always trying to fix people like, no, you shouldn't do that. Or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no, you sh- I, I used to be like that very bad. And then eventually I just started gaining so much of that powerness of worry about you and your kids. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about nobody else. Mm-hmm. Teach them not to judge. Teach them, focus on the two that you have and, and your husband and that's it. Yeah. So because my personality was so loving and so big and but people would say oh no you think you're better because you're trying to mm. like because I was trying to educate people help people so I I dealt with that I had moments when I just broke down because I, I'm not trying to be better I'm just trying to say no you're wrong you right you, you're wrong for that shit that was yeah. not nice <laughs> yeah so, yeah so and yeah, you're just I being did. yourself like yourself is is has a wonderful personality and you're open and uh, like I relate to being told I'm too loud that is something I have heard many times so uh (laughs) so I relate to that and it's just like no I'm just myself and if you don't like it sounds like a personal problem to me doesn't sound like it's my problem sounds like it's your problem Yep, you move know what around, I mean? rotate the room. Yep, yeah, I tell yeah. somebody in a second. If I tell somebody this in a second, rotate the room, cause I ain't, I, I'm not Ooh. for you. Yeah. Oh. oh yeah, you, you ever heard? You ever never? You, have you ever heard me say that? Rotate the whole room, not half the room, whole room. If you sit next to me and you don't like how loud I'm being, then go over there. It won't sound so loud, baby, cause I'm gonna be me. Rotate the room, move around, move rotate around the whole room, baby. Room. Keep it moving. Keep Hold it spinning. Right. Keep it spinning. Keep it going. Go to somebody else. I ain't, I ain't the one you need to be sitting next to, baby. I do. I tell people that. I like an old woman. We're not an old people in church. Sit right here. Let me talk to you. Nah, don't sit next to me because I'm going to tell you like it is. So if you don't like it, rotate the room. Move around. Uh, I love that. I love that phrase. And I'm going to use it now. I'll, I'll definitely yes. give you credit, but I'm like, rotate no. the room, rotate the room, baby. Rotate the room. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> come tell in, my come fans, out. I tell my fans to say that all the time. No, stop them. As soon as they come to you with that bull or need, you need to fix something or you need to be somebody. I uh-uh, move it, move around. Nope. Stop. Rotate the room, around. rotate the room. Uh, I move. fucking love that phrase. Um, do you do anything? <laughs> <laughs> do you do anything on a daily basis to stay confident, to stay grounded, to stay positive? Oh. Like you journal or meditate or are you spiritual or religious or like what do you do on your day to day? That is a good question. <laughs> um, every single morning I wake up and I immediately start listening to motivational speaking. I start listening to motivational speaking my whole first hour of my life as I'm doing my makeup. And my makeup is my meditation time because I had to focus. Like I Mm -hmm. I take out time to myself and I, and I focus on talking to myself in the mirror saying, girl, you look good today, girl. I see them brows and, as I'm doing my makeup, I tell myself, I, you got, you're going to be, you going to have a good day. And I listen to motivational speaking, morning motivation. Start where do you find off. that? Is it like a podcast or a YouTube or where do you find the, mo- the motivational speakers that you like? On YouTube. YouTube. And, and I just type in morning motivation. I used to do a lot of it, but then I stopped because it was just so overwhelming. But 
Um, yeah. I type in morning motivation and I listen to different ones. I save yeah. them and I listen, 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 mm-hmm. listen, listen. I've been doing that now since before I started my business. And it was one motivational speaking from Steve Harvey. I listened to every single morning before I started my own business, every morning. And that really, it, it just, not what he was saying, it's just that positive spirit of him saying, follow your dreams. Mm. Stay motivated. Mm-hmm. Stay positive. Mm-hmm. It's just, it was just that, that key words that you got to hear every single morning. Mm-hmm. So when I get yeah. out in the world, and somebody come to me with some BS. Hold up, uh-uh, move around, baby. Oh, I'm in a good mood. Don't do it. I'm not the one. Like, I'm not, baby. You better move around, cause you get me out this piece, girl. <laughs> Look, I start my day off good, but if you get me out of this piece, baby, it's war. So you better move around. <laughs> So you want to keep me here. <laughs> and you know what? I always be one of them type of people that I wake up with that smile. But if you, I can give you a look. Mm-hmm. If you pull an evil negative in me, if you can get that in me, I'm going to get you. So <laughs> what's your astrological sign? Do you know your astrological sign? Like- uh, Leo. Oh, you're a Leo. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I love Leo. I'm a Leo. Love Leo. I'm a Leo. Okay, so you listen to motivational speakers in the morning. Beautiful. Do you do anything else? Is that like the main thing that helps keep you grounded? Um, another thing that keeps me grounded is like um, I'll give you an example. I just talked about it today. Mm-hmm. I share my motive. I share that. Mm, mm, mm. I share it like so. That's why I do those videos every single day. Because you're going to feel this spirit. I don't care if I got a million followers. One person need my spirit. One person need that soul of positive energy. One. Now, I'm not saying I don't care about nobody else, but I know one person will need. I share it. And then the next thing I do is if I say I'm going to do it in here, in here, I plan it and I stay focused on it. Get it done. I give myself a time frame. Get it done. Like there's no it's ands and buts. Get it done. You have to go to work today. When you get to work, you have to be positive. You have to get fuel. You have to be done by this time. If you get into traffic on the road, calm down. Take a breather. Remember, stay in this zone. Get it done. And like I said, negative. If something negative come on the road, or something negative come your way, no, I'm in a good place today. I'm good. I'm yeah. having motivation speaking first thing in the morning. As soon as you open yeah. your eyes, thank God I opened another day. What's up? Yeah. Yeah. I do that yeah. every day. That's so important to like, it's like the follow through. If it's, if you have something that you want to do and you've got it up here, follow through, see it till the end, because then it reinforces this trust you have with yourself that you can do things and you can get them yep. done and then it builds on it and builds on it and builds on it. And then your self-worth gets bigger and you understand yep. yourself more and all of those things. 
So like, that's a really, really important one is like that follow through. Yep. And you know what, even like with this interview today, right? Yeah. It's like a checkoff list. And it feels so good to be able to check off. I completed that. I completed a task. And if I wouldn't have got this interview done today, it would have been in my mind. Like I got something to do. Mm -hmm. I got to get it. I got to be there for her. I got to be there for, I got to answer these questions. I got to be there to this interview. So, but once it's completed, oh, okay. Got to the next. Yeah. 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 And I so much appreciate your time more than, you know, um, do you, uh, before we wrap things up, do you have any, like, I'm going to read through this. I've been taking notes of everything that you've been saying. So I'm going to, I'm going to read through these notes. Um, I do it every episode. I like do a little recap. So listeners can like hear all of the things that we've been talking about. Um, so I'm going to read through my list and please correct me if I'm wrong. I don't want to like mess up your intentions or anything, but I'm going to try to recap. (laughs) All right. Uh, be strong and powerful. Don't give a fuck. Uh, Other people's opinions don't matter. Be unbreakable. Know your self-worth. Grow even though others may not like it. Break the generational curse, which I thought was one thing that you said that really, really resonated with me. Always take your negative and turn it into a positive. Block out the bullshit. Get back up when you stumble. Look at your life like you're on a road. I loved that analogy. Uh, be willing to learn, know when to say no, rotate the room because it sounds like I'm not for you. So let's rotate the room. Uh, listen to morning motivational speaking, self-care. We talked about makeup, but any version of self-care that anyone has do that. Make sure you take care of yourself. Um, Oh yes. I'm big on it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Talk positively to, to yourself, follow your dreams, stay motivated, stay positive, share yourself, your spirit, your positivity with the world. If you say you're going to do something, get it done, stay focused. Yep. Is there anything else you want to add or change? Or does that sound pretty good? Uh, when it comes to self-care, yeah. that to even be, to even gain any type of confidence, that self-care has got to be at the beginning. Okay. That's important. There is no way. That's the most important thing. Because if you don't care about yourself, you're not going to care how nobody else treats you. Yeah. Yes. You're not, you, anybody else to say, oh, you fat, sloppy son of a, and you can mm-hmm. be like, oh, yeah, I am. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I can't let somebody tell, I wish my husband would tell me I'm fat and sloppy, girl. acknowledge the fact that we want to give ourselves self-care because so many people go through the world like you know doing their tasks doing their work and there's and you know there's nothing wrong with that but you also must first take care of yourself and then take care of your business you know what I mean yep yep people will go and give 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 no baby no uh uh that's why when I wake up in the morning me me I me. it's about me. I, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you a piece of me. I'm gonna give you some attention. I have to take care of stuff first because let's start over. If I was to wake up and not listen to motivation, 
Somebody getting cussed out today. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> gonna get cussed out today. Somebody gonna get their feelings hurt, and it ain't gonna. No, somebody gonna get feelings hurt. <laughs> if I don't wake up and take care of me first, somebody not gonna eat because I'm gonna throw some food in somebody's face. That's how mad I'm gonna be. So it's it always gotta start with me, and then we good. Once I get me together, then I come back to you. So yeah. how are you doing today? How yeah. uh, how can I help you? What can I say to make you feel better? And a lot of times, if they when people see your spirit. Oh, I'm gonna have a good day. I'm good. I'm good. What was I? What was wrong with me again? You know. So yeah, I I feel like I I feel like I do a very good job of making you understand. No, if I'm good, we good. If I ain't yeah. good, we yeah. ain't good. By right, the right, 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 right. That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> and it's lovely to like. And maybe I'm assuming this about you, but I feel like you make everybody you talk to feel so special and like they're the only person in the room. I don't know People if you get that a lot. Do they? Yeah, I can tell. I can tell that you make, and I'm just like, we've never met before. Like, but like, but you still make me feel like I'm your best friend. And I think that's such a fucking cool quality that not everybody has. And I can imagine you do that just living your life, like at the grocery store checkout or, you know, whatever you're doing, I bet you make the cashier feel, feel important and cared for and loved. And that's, that's, that's huge. That changes someone's day and maybe someone's life. Just an interaction, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. Oh, I get that almost every day. Like, I get that everywhere I go, every interview, every time somebody talks to me, girl, I get that riding down the road. Yeah, like, I get, I always get, that. I don't know how, girl. I'm just, I, tr I don't know. I just, Treat people how I want to be treated. Like, if yeah. you're cute, you're cute. If yeah. you ugly, you ugly in your own way. As long as yeah. you feel good about it, baby, yeah. you're ugly self. Like, <laughs> you know, that's you being ugly. I, I mean, you, as long as you feel look good in your, in your ugliness, we good. I'm happy. Yeah. If you didn't like being ugly, then I feel some type of way. I want to yeah. make sure you feel comfortable being ugly. Yeah. So, I always get that. That's so crazy. <laughs> Yeah, you like have that ability to just like connect an instantaneous connection and make well, I can only speak for myself, but make me feel like I'm just the best, your best friend. And I just love that. <laughs> I do. Now, I can say if it's somebody negative, I feel it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd be like this mm, and mm -hmm. I move around. I yeah. Rotate the room. Yeah. I can't. I'm not even gonna waste my time, girl. If I get somebody and I, and I feel that energy, it's like yeah. a spirit, like, oh, yeah. girl. Cause I'm gonna cuss you out. Let me go ahead. Yeah, move. yeah, you, yeah. I, I move around myself, baby. You ain't gotta tell me. I move around <laughs> myself. You not for me because, like I said, forget another morning. We positive. I don't want to match your energy, but let's move. And I'm okay with that. Everybody's yeah. not for me. Everybody not gonna like me. Yeah. But I always get that. I do. I always get that. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for chatting with me. I have been looking forward to talking to you ever since we scheduled this. You <laughs> bring me and so many other people so much joy, and it's been such a treat talking to you. Uh, I just am so blessed. I'm so blessed. This is such a great thank conversation. Thank you. And when you get done with everything, send it to me. I want to post oh, yeah. on everything. Oh, yeah. I'm very happy. I'm very happy that you asked me to do it. I done had about three. I done had about, no, I lied. Girl, I lied. 
I don't had about four this month. I mean, last month, last month. Yeah, kids for last month. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell so, yeah. I I hope that uh I hope that they've been fruitful and good conversations and all that stuff. Oh yes, all of them has been good, but I can't say all y'all have asked different questions. Really? Yep. You asked something totally different from like uh every uh one of them. Everybody asked how I got started in trucking. Yeah. But for the most part, nope. You went all the way back to childhood and started. Yeah. Up. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I, I try to do that. I haven't, I haven't, I never, I've never heard a podcast where they really do that. So I've made it, I've made it definitely a, a, an effort to start in childhood because it's important. That's like our formative years, you know, it makes us yeah. who we are in a way. Um, it's the foundation. Yeah. Of course we grow and change and evolve, but like, it's important to talk about, you know? Yep. So it's, it was a great interview. I'm excited to hear it. Yeah, me um, too. And... I'm excited for you to hear it. And um, I can't wait. And I and I love the title. That title is out of this world. I love that. It's confident. It's like, girl, if you don't like it, don't read it. Keep on going. That's, next. Yeah. Like, That's, sorry, this is me, baby. This is me, bitch. If you don't like it, sounds like yep. I'm not for you. Bye. Yep. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So thank you. And All right. Anything, just call. And if you want to do another one later on, after my followers get out of this world, because I'm almost at a million. Just oh my god. Yeah. That is so wild. Technology yeah. is crazy, man. I mean, that is the fact that you, we can reach that many people. You can reach that many people. is just yeah. like crazy. Congratulations. Yeah. That's a huge deal. Thank you. I'm ready to see where it takes me, but yeah. So I got a million little babies to be like, Hey, come on. In. <laughs> well, thank you. Baby. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I, I I love it. I love what I do. I love it. I love it. I love it. Love it. I pray for this. And before you go, I have prayed yeah. for this for years. Yeah. For me to be able to have these conversations, for me to be yeah. to answer these questions, I have talked to myself about answering questions just like this. Like, yeah. okay, how am I going to respond? What am I going to? And that's why it comes out so fluent. Um. So this is something that I have asked the Lord for. And I'd be mm -hmm. like, Lord, control me because I need my life to be expanded well. I don't need to be a costume, right? I'm too cute to be in there and they ain't going to let me have my wig. So thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for this yeah. opportunity. Absolutely. It's been <laughs> such a treat. And thank you for sharing your, your love and light with me. <laughs> you too. Thanks for listening to this episode of How the Fuck Did You Get So Confident? Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And you can also head over to patreon.com slash howthefuck for bonus episodes, video content, and more. Thanks again.